ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, June 9th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. You can also text us at 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. we got Brad Dingus coming up on the program here in the next few minutes. The North-South game is coming up this weekend. Brad, of course, coaching the South, defending the honor of Southern West Virginia. The Cardinals have got to get some games here. Got to win some of these games. So hopefully Brad's going to be the man to do it. You know, Billy Seals is his assistant coach. That's that's a – I love those guys. So we're going to talk to Brad here in the next few minutes. Looking forward to catching up with him. As I mentioned, your phone calls and texts, of course, we'll get into all of that this hour. Uh, there are a lot of things happening throughout the world of sports. But i got to start with – Sort of some sad news. Again, sad news again. It, okay, it's not terribly sad. It's just it's sad from a standpoint that I'm going to miss that guy's voice, even though he didn't die or anything, and he's uh, on Twitter, and I'm sure he's going to be tweeting just as much, if not harder now. Tom Bragg. You know Tom from years working for the Charleston newspapers. Of course, he worked for himself with Herd 247 on the 247 Sports Network. He ran the site there. He was doing a lot of things, a lot of coaching uh, stuff you know, as far as recruiting, things like that, you know, keeping up on, on that type of content and really giving another voice to Herd media coverage. Well, he made an announcement on Twitter today. He said that he was getting out of the journalism game. He's going to the beach next week, then he's going to start a new uh, job. It's a non-news job full-time. And the direct quote I want to read for you is, we had a good run. And I don't have the space here to thank everyone, but I love a lot of y'all for supporting my career covering sports more than a decade. So he's been doing it for a long time now. So I just want to give a shout-out to Tom. He's been on the program a few times. Tom has, of course, uh, done a lot in a uh, short time. I mean, 10 years, though. Is it really a short time? It might feel like a short time, but Tom's done it for a good time now here, and he's moving uh, his uh, career to something else. It's non-journalism related, so I'll be interested to see where the Herd 247 site goes from here because that was a good outlet for recruiting-type news that you know, some of you crave that stuff. I'm not that guy, and I freely admit that. I'm not that recruiting guy. I'm not going to be able to to just monitor the transfer portal all the time and talk to the recruits. Yeah, that's this is not me. That's not what we do here. But Tom was a voice that did that, and I thought that was great because we need different voices. I'm not going to do the same thing as my friend Luke Creasy from the Herald-Dispatch does. I'm just not. We're, we're different people. We're going to do different things because we're different voices. Now, we will intersect on a few things, but one, you need a different voice like Luke, covering the beat for HD Media, Herald Dispatch. Uh, I'm not going to do the same things he does. He's not going to do the same things I do. And at the same time, we're both friends, so, you know, we can we can text each other and, and collaborate all we want and other things like that. But, you know, it's kind of different here. You know, the media, for the most part here, we're not after each other. We're not, 
we're not after each other trying to I mean, we're trying to do the very best we can do, but we're not trying to get the other guy, you know, no no sabotaging, no trash talking. I mean, maybe that goes on and I just don't know about it. But no, we um, we have a good group of people who cover the Thundering Herd and we have different voices and we need different voices. You know, at some point, we're going to need somebody to do more recruiting. And it was great that we had two voices doing that. And I mean, two groups of voices. Of course, you got the rival site, and you had the 247 site, and that was great. You, you need those direct voices. And we have three television stations primarily. We have one newspaper group primarily. We have one radio voice primarily, and we need more voices in all spaces to give, one, competition's great, two, you know, we all have different places that we fit. And I think that what I'm doing and trying to get back to doing, I'm not going to do the things that the Herald Dispatch does or the television stations do. But at the same time, they're not going to do what I do. And I'm not going to try to out Keith Morehouse, Keith Morehouse. But at the same time, Keith Morehouse can't out Paul Swan, Paul Swan. It's not not a slight on either one of us. It's just that's not – we redrive different cars. We drive different vehicles to work and. That's yeah, and that's the we roads we travel. We drive different vehicles. Chuck Landon drives a Jeep. I know this because he's fond of that Jeep. Um, I drive an SUV. I like my SUV. It's got a lot of storage. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, I I need it. I I needed the storage years ago. So I had a sporty car. Now I'm driving an SUV. Enough of that. We'll get your phone calls and texts in, of course. And again, let me give you the numbers. 304-396-8255. 304-396-TALK. That is the text line. The phone line is 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. Last night, NBA final. Boston won game three. Boston leads the series two games to one. Are you kidding me? 116-100, the final score. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. 53 points combined for the Celtics. Unreal. You know, the game was important because if you look at the metrics, the stats, if you care about such things, the team that wins Game 3 has gone on to win the series 82.1% of the time. Steph Curry injuring his foot. In the fourth quarter last night, he is optimistic. The team's optimistic that he's going to be able to play game four. That's tomorrow night. Tip-off set for 9 o'clock. We have that game starting at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We got NBA action coming up all series long right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So if you're looking for the series, we've got it for you right here. NHL playoff action tonight. It's the Rangers and the Lightning. Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Final. 2-2. Home ice has served. Home ice for the Rangers tonight. So Tampa's either got to break that or the Rangers have got to hold serve. And this might go down to 7. I think this might go to 7. We'll see how the Rangers respond. Losing a couple on the road. Rangers have been almost perfect at home ever since losing an overtime game, first game against Pittsburgh. So we'll see what happens. 8 o'clock, the drop of the puck. That's going to be on our sister station, 
Cat Sports 93-3 and 13-40. So that should be a fun one. That's been a great series so far. That's been really good. And we're going to have game six as well. And if it needs to go to seven, we'll have that for you. And again, uh, the home of the Stanley Cup. You want to catch the game on radio, it's Cat Sports 93-3 and 13-40. So when we continue, we're going to turn our attention to the North-South game that's coming up this weekend. We're going to talk to the head coach of the South Cardinals, Brad Dingus. We're going to ask about the playing career of one intern-slash-producer, Christian Palmer. Shouldn't have told me. Shouldn't have told me. That was a mistake right there. You told me. You told me. Now I have to know. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It is the Thursday, June 9th edition. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up this Saturday, high noon, South Charleston High School. It's going to be the North-South game. The Bears taking on the Cardinals. And, of course, we've got a local connection to the game. Brad Dingus, Spring Valley's head coach. It's going to be the head coach of the South Cardinals. And he gets to tell Billy Seals what to do. That has to be a dream come true. Brad Dingus joins us now. So, how's that work out? You get to actually tell Billy what to do as an assistant coach. Uh, it's not too bad. We, you know, we've we've kind of split it up, and, and he's doing the uh, doing the defense. I'm doing the offense, and he's got free reign to do what he wants to do. But it's it's finally great to work with him. You know, we've been competitors and uh, and, and on the opposite sidelines for years. So, uh, you know, to finally get to work with him's been uh, been awesome. What's this mean personally for you, the opportunity not only, to, as you mentioned, to work with Billy Seals, but at the same time you get to be a part of this game. It's a great send-off for a lot of these student athletes who, uh, you know, maybe this is their last football game, maybe it's not. And so you get an opportunity to coach them this weekend, and uh, so far it sounds like you've got a great group of kids. Oh, it's an unbelievable group of kids, and they're, and they're having a blast uh, Making a lot of great friends, memories, relationships, uh, and like you said, some of these. Uh, this will be the last time they strap them up and get to play. Uh, some of them are going on to college, but it's uh, you know it's a big honor to, to to be a part of in any in anything with this game. And uh, I was lucky in 2019; I was an assistant, but uh, being a head coach of it, uh, it's it's kind of a completely uh, different role with this. But uh, you know, it, it's just awesome to see these kids working, and we've got. A great, great group of kids. How are you managing the fact that this is a football game? You want these kids to win at the same time, and this is an opportunity for them, as you mentioned, to to make some new friends, to and maybe enjoy their final go around, or at least this is uh, the final high school game of their career before they move on to the next level. Keeping it fun, but at the same time, it's a football game. So, how are you balancing that? Uh, You know, we got to keep them kind of held back a little bit of practice. I mean, they're here for a reason, and that's because they're, they're great competitors and winners, and they go hard all the time, and they're great practice players. So we've had to do a lot of walkthroughs. Their football IQ is really high. Uh, you know, we, we had a little bit of tired legs today, uh, our fifth day of uh, two-a-days. So it's, uh, you know, we've really toned it down a little bit. But they, they're just they're just itching to go hit somebody. And, and uh, you know, it's been great. Uh, and nothing against coaching a regular season team and stuff like that, but um, 
really hadn't had a chance to uh, really go through a whole lot of individual technique. All these kids know what they're doing, uh, the high football IQ. So we're just trying to make get all the uh, on the same page terminology and just let them go play fast. How hard was it to come up with this team? You know you had a lot of kids you could choose, and they're all good. So how hard was it to come up with the team you thought would be the best and at the same time that would be uh, the most deserving? I mean, what were your criteria as you were trying to put this team together? Uh, Each coach uh, gets to nominate three kids off their team. So we had uh, over 130 kids to look at, uh, and it was tough. I mean, it was tough. Uh, you know, you try to try to find the kids that kind of fit your system that you do, uh, but also, uh, you know, some of these kids are just unbelievable athletes. So, uh, you know, we tried to look at kids that looked like they were excited to play. Uh, we, like, tried to look for kids that were team captains, uh, look for kids that were multi-sport kids, because if you're a multi-sport kid, I mean, it, it usually means you're a, a really good athlete that can play multiple. Um, so we looked at kids that tried to play both ways too and uh, you know size length stuff like that uh, great uh, but I mean we we, we really kind of did our homework on it I called some coaches that that played against these kids to figure it out and uh, you know we, we were told no Brad Dingus joins me head coach of the South Cardinals when he's not coaching Spring Valley so, who are you most excited about when game day finally arrives? Uh, you know, is you know, is there any group of players that you're more excited about seeing, or are you just enthused for all of them? I think we lost him. Let's gonna let's go try to get him back. So, yep, we have lost him. Let's try to get Brad back. On the program, we were talking to Brad Dingus of Spring Valley. The North-South game is coming up this weekend between the North Bears and the South Cardinals. And as we alluded to earlier, if you weren't with us at the beginning, uh, assistant coaches include Billy Seals of Huntington, and you also have Ray Brooks of Huntington, and you have Trevor Stacy of Spring Valley. Trevor is a former player of Brad, so you've got that continuity there as well as we try to get uh, Coach back to talk a little bit more about the game coming up. It's Saturday at noon at South Charleston High School. Got to take on Brad Thomas of Musselman High School, so that's going to be a tough chore there for Brad. I think we're getting him back on now. Let's see where we're at here. All right, we've got... We got Brad Dingus back. Did the seals roll over and hang hang the phone up? Is, is that what happened? I, we're on a bus right now to the Dirty Birds game in the evening, so it's uh, I probably hit a dead spot or something. I understand that. So yeah. uh, I was asking you before uh, we got disconnected about who are you excited about once you get to game day. You know, who are you excited about, or who have you been excited about so far? Because you get to coach. Yeah, it's an all-star game, so you get to coach the best of the best here. Yeah, uh, a, a kid that I've been really excited about and didn't realize how great of a talent he was is a Leonard Farrow kid, the running back from Oak Hill. Uh, he's just a very explosive, high football IQ, understands everything. And, and, and he kind of comes up through the system that some of my kids have, like in a wing-piece system. You know, we're, we're going to be more of a spread in this 
in this all-star game. So it kind of gets the field spread out and kind of gives him a lot of room. Uh, you know, Keenan Cook, a big receiver that's going to Georgetown University uh, out of Beckley, a, a great-looking kid. And uh, Drew Clint Denon, a, a defensive end from Buffalo Putnam, uh, I, he might be one of the best players in the state, uh, best defensive lineman in the state. So we're, we're excited to, you know, see some of these kids. I know the triple-A kids, but some of these double-A and single-A kids come in. Uh, you know, I was talking to them. I was a little bit worried, but, you know, they're just as good as anybody in the state. It's just the only difference is that some of these triple-A schools have a little bit more depth. But, you know, I, we feel good about all these kids, but these kids I've mentioned, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they got. You also see this as an opportunity for maybe one last chance for these kids to really show what they're about. I mean, you never know. There could be a, an opportunity uh, if somebody sees something uh, from a kid that maybe doesn't have an opportunity. This is a, a chance for them to really show what they're about here in a situation like this. This is, uh, this is That's not unheard of. There will be people watching this game that can maybe make some opportunities happen. Yeah, I, I, know. I mean, uh, we've, had, we've had a couple of the, the Division II uh, state schools here that uh, – you know, I've been in contact with about a couple of these kids. They're going to come watch them play on Saturday. There's still some schools with a little bit of money. So, uh, you know, there's there may be a couple of these kids end up playing college football after this game. That's kind of gone unnoticed under the radar. And then, you know, some of these kids, I, I know I've got a kid, Jace Caldwell, that played for me. Um, you know, he's going to go into pre-med and do the do the doctor route and all that stuff. So this, this is it for him. Uh you know, they, there's some of these kids, this is the last time you can go play golf, you can go play pickup basketball, baseball, but you just can't put the pads and the helmets on and bust them uh, after you're done. So this is this, this for one last ride. Brad Dingus joins me, head coach of the South Cardinals. Uh, let's scout the North Bears. You, know, you got to look over and, and see Brian Thomas, a muscleman, sitting right there smiling back at you. What sort of your scout on on the North? What do they got that you're worried about? Uh, a room full of athletes. I know we we were staying in the same dorm. We're uh, you know we we eat the same places every day. Uh, you know we're practicing on separate fields, but it, it's kind of like a, a guessing game because you, you look at the roster. I know he did what I did. I listed both an offense and defense position, so he couldn't figure out who I was playing where. So. Uh, you know, it, it's a friendly thing, but at the end of the day, we're all competitors and want to win. So, uh, you know, they've got some athletes. You look at the names of, of those kids, a bunch of All-State players, a bunch of kids that's going on to play college. So, uh, you know, it, it's just going to be who don't turn the ball over and who can make more plays. But I, I'm hoping I, I, if you come into an All-Star game, you normally play a lot of basic stuff, uh, not too complicated schemes, which we have no – we have some rules. You can't – we're not allowed to blitz. Uh, our linebackers, uh, no unbalanced set. Uh, you know, you got to play with two wideouts all the time. So it kind of takes it out the two tight wing piece stuff. Uh, and, and I know, I know at Musselman, he runs a lot of unbalanced stuff. So it, it kind of makes it a little vanilla on a little bit of stuff, what you can do uh, as far as offense, defense. So, you know, you just kind of prepare for some, you know, odd front, even front shells, uh, shell uh, defense on the back end cover two, cover four stuff, uh, and just basic spread stuff, maybe a little bit of pro formation. But uh, it's just getting these kids lined up in a position, understanding terminology, and letting them go. Brad Dingus is with me, coaching the South Cardinal.
Now, I know these kids are all competitors and they want to go out and win, but at the same time, how much of the the rivalry between North and South really shows up when these kids are getting ready for this game? Is that is it just more these are competitive kids, they want to go out and win, doesn't matter, they're they're taking on a team from the North, or do they really get into the fact that, hey, you know, North and South, West Virginia, it's two different worlds it feels like that now and then. Oh, it, it, it's definitely two different worlds, I think. And uh, it's gotten a little chippy here sometimes. Uh, it makes you worried a little bit that we're both staying in the same dorm, you know. So, uh, uh, you know, there was uh, – I, I definitely think both teams cannot wait to hit each other. Uh, that would be about as nice as I can put it right now. So, uh, but it, it, it should be uh, it should be a very physical game. And, and uh, there's not a whole lot of love in between the teams right now. That's what I like to hear, Brad. Brad Dingus with me from Spring Valley. Yeah, hey, you you got to get the North. It's it's you just have to. I mean, that's yeah. You know, we don't like the North. I can say that we don't like the North, yeah. right? So we we want to beat them. Absolutely, we hate the, we hate the North. Yeah, we hate the North. <laughs> exactly. We want to pull for these kids uh, on uh, yeah. Saturday against the North Bears. I mean, come on, what a yeah. what a what a generic name, Bears, right? I mean, let's hate yeah. on the Bear. Exactly. Brad's exactly. with me. He's got uh, yeah. I'm surprised. Is Billy in the bus even? Because he's been quiet. If he is, that's that's the that's a surprising thing. No, he, he's on the other bus. Okay, that's why it's been so quiet. Okay, that that makes yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, for both of you, you, you kind of touched on this earlier, but um, this is this is what it's about for you guys uh, to get to to coach these young men. You know, not just your team on a yearly basis, but you know, you get an opportunity to, to coach some really bright, outstanding young men. And in the limited time you have, I'm sure you're trying to make as much impact on them as you possibly can to, to help them, you know, not only in their football careers, but after it's all said and done. So how special is that for you just to, to have that rare opportunity? It's been awesome. I mean, we've had kids that, you know, I try to find – before this week's over, I want to sit down and just get to know and talk about what you know what these kids are going to do in life once they're done, once they leave here. And you know, we got some kids that are going in the military. We got some kids that are going to college. You know, talking about what they're going to major in. I've got one kid that uh, he had to call CSX and and ask if he could start at a later date uh, from when he was supposed to after he graduated, so he could play in this game. And he ended up taking this his week of vacation for the year so that he could play in this thing. So uh, it's been awesome. We had a, we had a toilet stuck the other day up in the dorm room and I got a kid that had plumbing in high school and for some reason he had his tools in his truck. So he went out there and he was able to fix the toilet that was running. So there's just a lot of great stories going on, the relationships these kids have got. And these kids that have been competitors busting heads and playing against They've never really talked to each other before, and now they're roommates up here for the week, and uh, it's just it, it's just an unbelievable setting for these kids. Yeah, Brad, that's pretty handy to have a, a plumber on team. You, you you keep his number, you might need him. That's pretty handy. Yeah, I, we were sitting there and we were just trying to get over to maintenance, and that kid went, "I I'm a plumber." <laughs> we just looked at him like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I got my tools." So he went out there and got him. Of course yeah. he had his tools. Of course he yeah. did. Brad Dingus yeah. joins me. All right, before I let you go, um, i got to ask the question here. Our producer, Christian Palmer, uh, helped set this up. And, Christian, you know, 
pointed out that he had a uh, he had a fine career at Spring Valley. Um, what kind of career did he really have here? What kind of player was he? I mean, he um, he's, he's putting his head down in shame right now. I don't know why, but I'm just kind of curious what kind of career he had with you. Yeah. He, he was a great he was a great teammate and a hard worker, and he did everything that we asked him to do. So uh, he he was a he was a typical Spring Valley kid that that come out and worked hard and, and was a part of some good teams and and did his job like he was supposed to do. You know that's a great evaluation of him because he's done the same thing here during this internship. Yeah. So that's a that's a perfect. Kids, you get these kids when they you can tell when he was in high school that he was going to be a great person and, and a great worker and all that when he when he got out of high school and got into life and and I'm happy for him and I think down there yeah so I mean I, I think that's a uh, I, I'm happy for him where he's at and uh, I was good to good to see his name pop off of my phone. To, to set this thing up. I appreciate him because he was like, I looked at him and I said, you know, we got to get Brad on. He's like, I got his number right here. So, you know, yeah. off, off he went. <laughs> oh, he's a good kid. I'm glad you said that about him. Yeah. Brad, good luck this weekend. Uh, hopefully it's going to be the South Cardinals beating the North Bears. We want that win desperately. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Good luck, Brad. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Go South. That's Brad Dingus. Go South. See, Christian, he said nice things about you. I wasn't worried at all. I, uh, that was an accurate description of Christian. He's been fantastic for us. We're going to take the break, come back. We'll get some of your feedback as well. Don't forget, you can hit that text line now, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in, North going to dominate with Hudson Clement. Come on, man. This is a Southern Bay show. Come on now. Come on. We're in Southern West Virginia here. We're... We're pro-South here on this show, not pro-North. Pro-South. Hudson Clement's pretty good, though, so uh, it should be a fun game. North-South game coming up this Saturday. That should be a fun one. Hopefully Brad Dingus and Billy Seals can get it done for those young men. If not, hopefully they have a great experience in Charleston. Let's get you caught up on some items. Sun Belt going to be adding some stuff. So the Sun Belt Conference conducted their spring meetings and just wrapped up and the board approved the addition of two sports beach volleyball which i pushed for with ari agnes when conference usa added it and ari was like yeah i'm all for it i'm not your coach for that two different sports same sport two different sports i get it sandy shores the ohio river i mean that would be beautiful so beach volleyball is going to be an addition to the Sun Belt and women's swimming and diving. You're wondering about a home for Conference USA teams that compete in swimming and diving like Marshall that now are going to be Sun Belt teams. And so where will they go? So basically, you get a home for your swimming and diving team. So that's good news. That should be, I think, uh, something – you could be happy about that the Sun Belt is going to have enough teams to compete, and you don't have to really worry about that. So I'm uh, I'm happy for that. Also, the 
the board's looking at field hockey. So field hockey could be a sport in the Sun Belt for the 2023-24 campaign. So they're exploring that right now. I'm down for some herd field hockey. Can Marshall pull that off? Love to see. Field hockey? That's a Christian Spears question if I've not heard one. That might have to be uh, next time we can get him in. We'll 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 save that. I can probably guess the answer. I don't know if beach volleyball is really uh, a herd sport, but maybe field hockey could be something if, if the league has enough teams. Maybe Marshall wants to jump in on that. I don't know. Where would you play that? Would you play that over at the soccer complex? Is that really set up for that? I don't know. I don't know where you would do that. So, again, there's a lot of questions there. So, Sunbelt's adding some stuff there. And uh, the NCAA, by the way, earlier making uh, making it known, this is the oversight panel, approving allowing men's basketball officials to assess Class B technical fouls to players who fake being fouled. That will start in the 22-23 season. So, if you're faking it, you're getting a technical. Don't fake it. I mean, if you're truly injured, that's one thing. But if you're if you're embellishing, trying to draw, and they think you're trying to draw, it's going to backfire on you. So that came out not that long ago from the NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel. So interesting news coming out of the uh, Sun Belt Conference. Uh, I'll give the Sun Belt a lot of credit. They're pretty good with uh, sharing that kind of information as well. Uh, They're also working on some things to um, look about. They've um, They've got a commitment to try to enhance men's and women's basketball. And they've got some success right now in baseball and softball. So they're developing committees putting these things together so they can work on making men's basketball better, women's basketball, baseball, and softball. And that's good news because some of the chatter is that, okay, Sunbelt's really good in football. Marshall's probably going to have a better go of it in basketball than football because football is going to be super competitive. Basketball, Marshall should be a higher team. And, you know, we talked to Tony Kemper a few days ago, and he talked about, hey, look, our RPI – our net, our numbers, we're among the higher teams in, in the Sun Belt. And that we got to strengthen the league. So he talked about that. And so these seem to be some of the initiatives that are coming out. I like everything so far that I've heard about the Sun Belt. Now, once teams start playing and we start building some rivalries here, we'll see how it goes and see how these teams you know, work together went on the field to play or in the court or wherever they're competing. But it just feels like it's a collection of schools that are, are like institutions that want to see some collective success for the league. Multiple bids. trying to They're also trying to increase bowl opportunities. So that came out from these meetings as well. You know, again, you got to have good football to increase your opportunities. you got to have – winning football outside of conference play as well. You got to have some really good wins. You got to be super competitive with the group of five schools. If you want to call them that, you have to also get some signature wins. I mean, Marshall beating Notre Dame, if that happens, that's going to add a lot 
of favor for the Thundering Herd when you're looking at them during bowl season. Now Marshall's got to pair that with a successful campaign. Ten wins would be great. Get double digits wins. So there's going to be some opportunities here. It seems like the Sun Belt is proactive. That's what I like about this league. Very proactive in making sure that it is looking towards the future, trying to capitalize on opportunities and success. It has leadership. The Sun Belt has leadership. I don't think Conference USA has leadership. I feel like Conference USA for a long time has been passive and reactionary. I don't feel that the Sun Belt is passive, and I don't feel like the league is reactionary. It does what it does, and it has good reasons for it. So when divisions are being dissolved in some of the other conferences, the Sun Belt says, look, that's a strength of ours. We're not going to eliminate divisions. We think it's a strength of ours. And so you're going to see opportunities, I think, come Marshall's way because it's in a stronger league in so many ways. And where it's not strong, I hope it gets stronger. Soccer is going to be a strong component. Football, of course, is very good. Hopefully basketball will be stronger. Baseball is going to be fine. Softball is going to be fine. So there's some opportunities here for the Thundering Herd. We're going to take our final break. I want to get your thoughts. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The text line is open for you. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Let's go back to the text line. Texter writes in, where is the North-South game being played at? That's going to be played at South Charleston High School. So, easy to get to. And part of that question also is, is it open to the public? Yes, it is open to the public. Tickets are $8.00. So you can go to North-South game, South Charleston. It's $8 to get in. And if you can't go, if you can't go, WCHS is going to carry the game as well. So they are going to uh, broadcast the game. The game is on Saturday. It's going to be noon. And... I think Mark Martin's got the call. It's uh, it's going to be on WCHS, and it's going to be on WTOV. So if you can't get to the game, WCHS or WTOV. But if you can, $8. South Charleston High School. Should be fun. Hopefully it's going to be a nice day for that game. Whether I'm not Spencer Atkins, so I don't know the forecast, but I, I'm looking outside right now. It's pretty nice. Hopefully it'll stay that way for a couple of days. And hopefully Brad Dingus brings home the win. It's going to be a tough game, though, because there's a lot of talent uh, with the North as well, and uh, Brian Thomas is a really good coach. So we'll see. Brad's a really good coach, too. Brad's a really good coach. They're they're both really good coaches. You know, I'm pulling. Hey, look, time. let's see if that rub works again. You know, I was pulling for Hurricane last week. I anointed Hurricane the champ in baseball. Let's see. See if I can make this work here. I'm going to go out right now and say that it's going to be the South Cardinals winning the game. The South will win. I'm going to 
put it out there on the line that I'm picking the South to win. I don't know if that's going to mean anything. I don't know what kind of Hurricanes is a really good baseball team. I I was I was not going out on a limb when I said, "Hey, I think Hurricane can win this thing." I was not going out on a limb. Uh, the North and South, you never know what happens in these uh, All Star games. I mean, these kids. They're getting back into uh, playing condition here. Some of them probably already are. Some of them, this will be the final time. There'll be a lot of nerves, I'm sure. You know, some of the smaller school kids, you know, maybe not uh, as uh, fortunate to play on a larger stage. So you never know what's going to happen. But I think Brad and Billy are are fantastic coaches. So if I was looking for a, a coaching duo, Brad's going to coach him up really good on offense, and you know Billy's going to have that defense rolling. That's going to be a good defense. So hopefully this is going to be a fun game and not a 7-6 finish. Billy wouldn't mind as long as it's a win. If it's 7-6, that means they gave up two field goals and they got a touchdown, and Billy Seals would be happy. End of story. He would he would be completely giddy with that because, like, two field goals. All right, I'm good. We won. Good talking to Brad. We need to get him back on the program uh, more often. All right, I I don't want Megan Smith lying mad at me. I didn't get a chance to get to this yesterday. I, I don't want her mad at me because, after all, she's great to have on the show when we can talk to her. But Marshall Softball is adding a transfer from Purdue, Casey Wilhoyt. She is a 2019 All-Big Ten Defensive Team member, 2019 Purdue Softball Freshman of the Year, a 2021 NFCA Academic All-American Scholar-Athlete, three times Academic All-Big Ten, you like that, and she started in every game but one in 2020 with a 324 batting average. In 2019, she had a 322 batting average, 35 RBI, and three home runs. So, an addition to the softball team for Megan Smith Lyon and her squad. Again, the transfer portal giveth, transfer portal taketh away. At this point, it is giving here. So, um, also, I don't want to, I don't like Brooke. Burkhammer mad at me as well. So, you know, I'll give it some more time here. But Marshall Women's Golf senior Torin Kolofsky awarded the uh, Jim Castaneda Postgraduate Scholarship by Conference USA. That's it. Don't forget, we'll be back here tomorrow to do it all over again. Thanks for tuning in. For our producer, the super standout from Spring Valley football, Christian Palmer. Hey, look, Brad remembered you. Brad Dingus remembered you. That means something. The coach remembered you. And he had nice things to say about you. So that's a that's a positive there. All you Spring Valley kids are hard workers, right? Okay, I need, I need more of you. I need more of you Spring Valley kids to intern for free and work as hard as Christian has worked for me. That's the that's that's the trick. Getting someone that's like you that wants to come here work for free. We'll be back tomorrow. Do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.